So the flag is going to be right in the middle, and it's going to be a metaphor for fluidity, crossing over, and also it's going to work as a safety space. And uh, what I am most excited about, not only the space that we're creating for the community, but it's going to be visible as soon as you enter the campus. So it's going to be kind of like a welcoming wink to all those people. If you really knew me, 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 you would know. Hey, who are you? Who, me? Yeah, you! It's Monday! Hello and welcome to If You Knew Me Mondays, a student-powered, Park Day-inspired podcast that builds belonging by sharing stories and perspectives from the margins of our school and community. Say what? My name is Iona, and if you really knew me, you would know that I am leaving Park Day this year and hope to join the GSA at my new school. I'm your host today, and I've got my two good friends with me, Einar and Darwin, who are today's field reporters. They will be interviewing a number of Park Day students, both current and graduates, and will be talking about our queer peer community. Hi, I'm Darwin. I'm in fifth grade, and if you really knew me, you would know that I'm non-binary, and um, non-binary basically means like in my like how I feel it is like I'm a girl, and I'm also a boy at the same time. Hi, my name is Ainara. I'm in fifth grade, and if you really knew me, you would know that I'm gay and I love mushrooms, but I don't like to eat them because, in my opinion, that is mushroom murder. And I really like frogs and bees. It's May again. What a busy time of the year. May is home to Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's also home to Mental Health Awareness Month, Foster Care Month, and Bike to Work Month. There's Cinco de Mayo and so many other cultural traditions to celebrate and important causes to support. On top of all of that, at Park Day we also honor Pride in May since we're on summer break during June, which is the official month for celebrating Pride. Did you know that last year the middle school If You Knew Me Monday podcast crew made a whole podcast episode about Pride at Park Day? If you haven't heard it yet, now's a great time to tune in. It's just as relevant today as when we first made it. In fact, today's a perfect time to revisit that episode because we'll be talking about several topics prominently featured in the If You Knew Me Monday Pride Week special. That's right. On today's episode, we will be checking in with our friends in the middle school GSA, or Gender and Sexuality Alliance. We'll be hearing what's on their minds as Pride approaches. They've been in deep conversation about the student-made queer counter here at Park Day and thinking about how to honor its original intentions, while also updating it to reflect the current identity of the students who proudly rep Park Day's queer student community. If you haven't heard the queer counter featured on our Pride Week special, we highly suggest that you press pause now and listen to that episode first. Anyway, we're getting started now. I identify as queer, so this topic is both personal and important to me. Although I didn't always have the language to express my queerness, somewhere inside I always knew that I was different from many of my peers. As I got older, I began to think and talk about my identity more. I realized that the way I felt and identified was reflected in other people in my community. Being a student at Park Day gave me all kinds of windows and mirrors. I felt that my queerness was affirmed in all kinds of ways. Having proud queer teachers, learning about queer change makers and caretakers, 
and seeing other queer kids across campus really made me feel like I could just be myself, like I belong. Basically, at Park Day, I felt supported to be myself, and our middle schoolers are a big part of that. For years, they've shown me what it looks like to be loud and proud to be queer. They've spoken up at assemblies and pride parades. Just being themselves showed me that there's a community to support LGBTQAI students at Park Day. And then, last year, after over a year of separation because of the pandemic, middle school students, with help from teachers and staff, reorganized and reinvented the previous group into what is now the GSA. Last year, there were students in all middle school grades that met twice a week to be in the community, but also take action for other gay, non-binary, transgender, and queer students at Park Day. One of their accomplishments was an equity design project that went from October to May and culminated with a colorful student-designed queer counter and the podcast episode that we mentioned earlier. Here's a small snippet. So what is the queer counter, you may ask? Well, it's a tool that allows people to feel safe coming out as whatever sexuality, gender, something else that they identify with without the risk of being outed. Coming out is a shortened term that refers to telling people how you identify your sexuality, your gender identity that may differ from the norms of society or how people are used to you identifying. Another thing, being outed is a phrase that means somebody has revealed or told other people how you identify without you explicitly telling them that they can. That can be really hurtful and damaging and traumatic to the person. Outing people is bad. Don't do it. You may have seen version one of the Queer Counter last year, and a keen eye may have noticed that it's now gone. Where did it go? Will it come back? We'll explain all of that and more right now. If you've been paying attention on your walk between the field and the Magnolia Courtyard, you may have recently noticed that the queer counter is no longer on the fence separating these two parts of our campus. Well, there's a reason it's not there anymore, and we are going to check in with the GSA now to find out where it went and what their plans are for this beautiful queer mirror. Ainara and Darwin recently stopped by a GSA meeting to find out more. Here they are now. Um, my name is Hazel. I'm in sixth grade. Uh, the GSA is a group of queer people or allies of the LGBTQ community and people who want to support them. It's, it's mostly here so people can connect with people who are like them or they can show support to people who are in that community. Uh, what does the GSA stand for? Gender Sexuality Alliance. What are some examples of how the GSA contributes to belonging in our school and community? Um, generally, it's just a place where people can be themselves without judgment from others and uh, sort of share their own ideas. What is the Queer Counter? Okay, so <laughs> the Queer Counter is a way for people to feel seen by seeing how many other people are like them or in the same community as them so they can feel supported no matter, even if they don't know who they are, I guess. Um, especially because if you don't know everybody, it can feel like you're the only one there. So the queer counter is a way to sort of feel supportive and feel like you're not alone. 
The queer count is also an anonymous way for people to be able to get it out there because sometimes it, even if you don't tell people or you're not completely out of the closet, it's also good to just acknowledge it. Okay, um, can somebody explain what out of the closet means? Okay, so the closet is like a term that queer and trans people use to explain like when they, then people like don't know that they are queer and they haven't told anyone. And then they come out of the closet and then tell people, that's... Um, generally when people are in the closet, other people tend to assume they're like cis and straight and so that can make life a lot harder for people. So generally it's healthier to be out of the closet unless you're in a situation that it won't be supported. Where did the queer counter go? Now it's not really there because a lot of people were vandalizing it and writing random stuff on it and not really respecting it. What do you plan to do with the queer counter? We wanted to make something that people would be able to put their own tally on, but also people can't vandalize it. But we're also struggling with the issue of people that were here last year um, won't be able to get put their tally on this year. So we're also struggling with that idea. So we're taking ideas. How do you think you can balance your vision with the vision of the former GSA students? I think everyone who put their tally on the counter wanted um, to be seen and heard. So if there is any way we can get their opinion on it, which I think we there, I think there, we have some of their numbers and we've been talking to them about it. I think like uh, everyone who's put their tally on wants the same sort of thing they want to be respected and seen and heard. So really, I think if we can just keep that idea going, the people who put their tally on last year will be happy with that. That was really insightful. Several of the voices you heard are sixth graders, but they're clear on the original purpose of the queer counter and seem motivated to bring it back to life. Since that interview, the GSA has continued to develop their ideas. Here's a little more about their current plans. Hello, I'm Grecia Bloom. I teach Spanish in middle school and I am the GSA advisor for middle school. Where will the Queer Counter be located next? We are hopeful to locate it in the path alongside the Magnolia building, right in front of the dogwood. So if you're familiar to our campus, there's a dogwood tree, white flowers, and it'll be right there. Um, it also happens to be my outdoor Spanish classroom. And yeah, so this, this is coming next year for us. Can you share more about the Pride Path? What's the plan and its purpose? So the purpose is to create a space for our community, especially students and staff members that would like to have a, an area where they can just relax, be themselves. And this is going to be also along the Magnolia building. And it's going to connect the outdoor classroom. The Spanish outdoor classroom is kind of right now in two spaces. So the flag is going to be right in the middle. And it's going to be a metaphor for fluidity, crossing over. And also it's going to work as a safety space. Um, we are also planning to do a lot of color in that area. So it's going to be fun. When will the Pride Path be installed? It's actually a painting, so we're painting the concrete, so it's going to be permanent. 
And we are right now, next, this Wednesday, we are planning, we're chalking the idea, and then we're going to speak with uh, Jennifer Cooper to see if that is a good thing. And probably the following Wednesday, we're going to start painting it. What do you want the community to know about this plan? I want them to know that we are thinking about all our LGBTQI2S plus members. And uh, what I am most excited about, not only the space that we're creating for the community, but it's going to be visible as soon as you enter the campus. So it's going to be kind of like a welcoming wink to all those people. How can people support? Um, by respecting it, I think. Respecting the space. Um, everybody is welcome, not only the members of the LGBTQIA2S+, but also allies. And, um, and it's a space for everyone. And the most uh, beautiful thing is that that path is walked by everyone to lunch from K through A. So it's going to be beautiful. What does being an ally mean to you? An ally is a beautiful being that supports the LGBTQI2S plus community. And what it means is that opening the doors um, to every one that feels different and with no, judge, no judges, right? We don't say no judges. And also, um, whenever there is a, a situation or an injustice happening, there is somebody to back us up and, you know, march with us, protest with us, read books with us. So, yeah, somebody that is holding our hand. Is there anything else you would like to share? I just want to thank you for opening this space so the community knows what's happening with the GSA. Adios. Wow, that sounds super cool. I love where they're taking this idea, and I can't wait to get involved when I start middle school next year. Did you hear the GSA talk about how important it is to include the voices of the original student designers and that they're in touch? We also were very curious to hear what they had to say about the queer counter redesign, so we got in touch with a Park Day graduate. Up next, here's a snippet of a recent conversation with a Park Day GSA alum, Ray. Hello, my name's Ray. I'm a ninth grader at Oakland Tech, and if you really knew me, you'd know that I like creating things, whether it be music or machines. What's the spectrum of clubs at Oakland Tech? So there are more like diversity and inclusion clubs and like um, race related clubs like AAPI club and a couple clubs like that which is super cool. There's also a Queer Student Alliance QSA which I'm actually the president of. There was like a big like robust like leadership there and then everyone kind of got really busy with graduation because they were all like seniors. So then the club kind of like stopped happening like in the middle of the school year and I was like tried to start it back up because it was in my like advisor's room so I tried to start it back up and it worked and everyone was super awesome and we got together and made a really cool club so yeah. How did your GSA experience here at Park Day or any of the earlier iterations of that club support you on your path to becoming a QSA president? I just really got used to the community and made connections and learned a lot about what people want to see in a QSA or a GSA and what people want to do. And it was really helpful because I could really just step in and already 
had ideas of what we could be doing instead of having to like have some awkward like what are we going to do in this club situation or moment. Were there any specific moments that you thought about the GSA at Park Day and your experiences there? I actually was one of the like kind of co-founders or co like recreators of the Park Day School G- GSA after the pandemic. So um, I could call back on like all of those, um, all of that process that we went through, like planning and building the foundations of the club after so many of the leaders have gone on to do high school or other places. So I really already had the same experiences. So I could see, I could reflect on what I did wrong and what I did right and do it better in um, Oakland Tech's QSA. What were the original intentions of the Queer Counter? The original intentions of the Queer Counter were to help people be able to like be themselves and like express themselves without having to actually come out to the community and take these big steps. How did the Queer Counter support you and your sense of belonging in the community at Park Day? Um, the Queer Counter helped me see myself in the campus. Uh, but it also inspired me to think more about my identity and helped me learn so much about how other people identify and other people's struggles. And currently, I'm not sure if you heard, but the Queer Counter has been removed from the fence. Did you know about that? I did not know that. When we were designing the Queer Counter, we realized the risk that it was really susceptible and like almost vulnerable in like a material way so that makes a lot of sense and i think it's great to reimagine it and i do think that that very much aligns with our original intentions so for me it's very awesome to hear that people are still like they're like not stopping not just taking it down and just like leaving it down they're remaking it and making it better and improving. And as an engineer, that is very important to the process is new iterations and testing things. So it's really cool that they're able to look back on the old version and recreate it and make it so much better in all these ways. What's the closest version of the Queer Counter at Oakland Tech? Is there anything like that? There really isn't. In one of our classes, which is ethnic studies, we have a project called the Taking Action Project, where we try to help our community and make the world kind of better by taking an action inside of the school. And some of my friends actually put up a mural of like a pride flag, a progress flag. And although there isn't a very similar thing to the career counter, People are taking these same intentions and putting them into things like murals. And like we have a QSA day, which is, I mean, GSA day, which is where like all of the GSAs in the school district come together and have like a celebration kind of. And there's like speakers and workshops. So I think that we have that same energy, but just put into different applications, which is super awesome. Even by just like listening to this podcast, that's already a huge step and really just 
every single step is super awesome and super appreciated. And for the people who are in the community, just be yourself and you'll find people who want to be friends with you and you'll find a community of super awesome human beings. I guess I just have one last question, which is, do you see any potential for a collaboration between Park Day's GSA and Oakland Tech's QSA? I do. We're like right next to each other. Honestly, if any of the people from Park Day were to message me and say that we should come over for like Pride Week or an event or even just the podcast. I'd like talk to people and probably get like the whole QSA to come and it'd be super cool collaboration and we could really do anything. So cool that you're carrying on like the legacy and doing all this awesome stuff. So thank you so much. Can't wait to collaborate in the future. Wow, that's super cool to hear that Ray goes to Oakland Tech. It's basically on the other side of the fence, right? And how cool they're now QSA president and had so much to say about how their time at Park Day as a GSA member led them there. It really sounds like there's a lot of room to collaborate with Oakland Tech's QSA next year. I really liked hearing Ray encourage the GSA to move forward with their plans and redesign the queer counter. And it's super cool to hear them speak about it from an engineering perspective. I bet Ilya would love hearing that. Well, friends, the school year is winding down, and so is this episode. What did you learn? What questions do you have? Let us know on this episode's Padlet. There is still so much of this story left to tell. As you heard, the GSA has some amazing plans in the works for next year's version of the Queer Counter and the Pride Path. We'll keep the conversation going with them so we can help keep our community informed. Maybe there'll be a launch date or a ribbon-cutting ceremony. Or maybe some other way for our community to support. I can't wait to hear more about that. In the meantime, we hope this episode gets you in the spirit of pride. Thank you again to Ray, Gracia, and all of our friends in the GSA. Once again, we're your friends and hosts, Iona, Inara, and Darwin. And we thank you for listening and learning about our queer peers at Park Day School. Catch you next time on If You Knew Me Mondays. Bye! Park Day, hooray! Yeah,